0: Kimberly here. This is Macabish, cults, classics, and horrors. We're talking films, series, books, and life, and we're starting right now. What did y'all think of that movie, 47 Hours to Live? I liked it. I mean,
1: it wasn't amazing or nothing, but I I had fun with it.
2: I liked the I'm I, I don't know I'm kind of 50-50 on it. it. It it wasn't the greatest movie I've ever seen.
0: Right.
2: Um I liked the the concept. I I'm really I don't Neither I'm a big I. fan of that um like the urban legend creepy noodle pasta whatever the heck it's called sort of <laughs> stories that get like passed down and passed around and shifted and changed and like the um Bloody Mary and what later became like Candyman and things like that, where you, you know, everybody in their uncle tells these stories and everybody knew somebody who knew somebody who tried these things. So I liked the, um, the concept and I liked the modernization of the, the story using, you know, using the screen of your phone instead of using a mirror and things like that. And I thought that was very interesting. Mm-hmm. I didn't unfortunately care for the characters. And I don't know if it was the characters or if it was the actors that I didn't care for. Yep. But I think by about 40 minutes into the movie, I couldn't figure out why neither of them were dead already.
1: Right. See? Uh, yeah, like, I I was just looking at some reviews for it, and almost every fucking review went on about how amazing these actresses were. And I'm like, amazing? And I'm like, what? No, like, I did They were okay, like, but I think the problem like you were saying is that it's they were kind of annoying characters. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's really on the actresses so much, but, uh,
2: yeah, I couldn't really feel any sympathy for, for them at all, for what they were going through and for any of that. And the, the whole swapping back and forth for the curse became very tired after about the second time they did it.
0: Yeah. I can agree with that. Actually, that, that was my thing. It became redundant. Like, it's like I kept waiting for something to happen and it kept not happening, mhm, exactly, and, until I couldn't figure out, okay, well, what are we waiting to happen? and then they went to the person's house after going to the hacker, right, mm-hmm. to get the address, and then you got the little bit of information from the girls, and they've been playing the game for five years, and then the, you know who made the game, you know, mm-hmm. so it was just like there. Like I understand it because they kind of had to stop it there if they weren't going to continue down that road, like uh, and stay alive. It was kind of the same pattern. Yeah, they got the address, they went to the house, and then they confronted, you know, Bathory, right? Well, obviously in this movie they were not going to do that, so it was just like you know, you know Mm -hmm. who made the game, you know, yeah. And I was like a little annoyed just because I felt like I kept waiting for something to happen. And it's like, okay, finally, they're going to this place. It's great. All right, and then nothing happened. Mm-hmm. So that whole part, it just felt like I kept waiting for something to happen, and it just kept not happening.
2: Yeah, exactly. It almost felt like there's. It felt like there's. I don't know. I want to say there's probably like it feels to me like there's about thirty pages of script that either never got shot or got cut out. <clears throat> Right. Because they were really like it was building very nicely, like you said, to, you know, try and figure out, OK, where did this come from? How did it start? The the um, creepy girls at the junkyard or wherever they were, they were very disturbing. And I really kind of liked those characters. Right. And I would have liked to have seen that portion of the story expanded. Right. And get a little more backstory into where it's coming from. You know, and uh, even a little bit more backstory into okay, what is this like? What demon is this that they're supposed to be calling?
0: Right, and I'd love to see a story about their five year. And I don't, but I don't want it to be them passing a phone back and forth for five years.
2: Yeah, because I mean that's what it would be. I got the impression that they had just been like they've been living in that trailer or whatever it was just for five years in their bedroom, passing the phone back and forth
1: every day.
0: Right, and that's the impression I got too. I like to think that that's not all it would be, but it probably was.
1: Mm-hmm. That's kind of why I wouldn't want a backstory on it. I think I think the problem with it is that it would work great as a short story, like as a as a part of an anthology, maybe or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it drags out too long. Like doing right. the same, like you said, the same beats over and over again, Right. Um, and not enough action happens. Like in terms of like people dying or a body count or anything, because they have the, like, the scares every night where they see a demon in the mirror or whatever, the throat's cut or whatever, right? And that only goes so far because Mm -hmm. you know, okay, well, this is just a hallucination. This is just a demon messing with them. Right. So you can do that once, maybe twice, but then when you keep doing it, it's like, okay, it loses its effect. Now you gotta start throwing some kills in here. And they did have the one cheerleader girl, but that wasn't enough, right? right? Yeah, it wasn't,
2: exactly. It wasn't enough. Like, that they had a cast of i mean I, I get it it's a small budget they didn't have a huge major cast but even then you had a lot of secondary characters who were just horrible people and i would have really liked to have seen them die too
0: yeah exactly i was waiting for those cheerleaders to die they were yeah. awful
2: yeah they were horrible and i honestly thought like they were going to get killed off if not one at a time then you know as a whole bunch of them or something like that you and know, at they, the end when she's in the school running around, and you see the demon shadow come up in the library, I thought, okay, right. now something is going to happen. Yeah, and then kind of really nothing happened.
0: Right, and and they didn't really show us any kills except the beginning when the kid, the the boys got run over. Mm-hmm. But it was like people died, but we didn't see it mm-hmm. except the end. The tornado came.
2: Yeah,
0: and also. What was with that janitor running out saying that he was assaulted by her? I yeah, was I, like, know, I couldn't figure
2: the only the only thing I could figure for that one is she got like when she was in the bathroom, she was fighting the um the dead cheerleader. Right. So my impression from that is she was hallucinating and it was actually the janitor she was beating the crap out of and not the dead cheerleader.
0: That's a good point. Yeah.
2: But then that brought up the question of why did the janitor attack her in the first place to make her want to fight back?
1: Exactly. Well, no. Unless, or did she just she, she,
2: like she, attack him for no reason?
1: No, she was kind of spazzing out, and like the the ghost, whatever thing, started kind of walking towards her. So I mean, it right. could be perceived as, "Oh, hey, yeah, are you like okay? that's like." Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was kind right.
2: of the impression I got. Is she just she hallucinated and she ended up beating up the janitor? Right. But with the amount of like strikes and everything, I mean, the janitor seemed mostly unharmed.
0: Right. And also, there was a lot of bathroom action. There's the bathroom. Right? <laughs> the, Smoking like, in the
2: bathroom three or four times. <laughs>
0: right. And then her the bathroom in the house, and then the bathroom yep. at school, and then the bathroom at the drive in theater, which, by the way, that one was good. Was, she got attacked. Yeah. And then she went running out, and then the friend went in, and it was just a cardboard cutout. I I yep. like that. that. That was, was nice. good. I like that. Yeah. Um, I have to say one thing. Um, when the filmmaker commented to that post, super embarrassing. By the way, he actually (laughs) sent me (laughs) he he actually sent me a unlisted link to another cut of the movie. I watched it last night, much better. I'll ask him if I can send y'all the link if you want to watch it. Yeah, I would
2: love to see that because I I mean I really enjoy seeing what's different between what the filmmaker actually had intended versus what got released right
0: yeah and it just
2: i'd I also be interested in knowing why like in especially in a case like this where it's an independent horror film it wasn't put out by any major studios so what what would have prompted the changes
0: i don't know maybe they thought it needed to be longer so i just know when i was watching the other cut i didn't have that Waiting and waiting and waiting and mm, waiting and nothing okay. happened. Feeling so, I don't know. It's mm. not my call, but maybe they should put the other cut out.
2: Maybe we should get him on the show. Or maybe, yeah. Explain, Yeah, this, yeah if he lets <laughs> if he lets you send us the link and we all three can watch it, I think that would be a pretty cool show. As if we can actually get him to come on and just chat with us about it.
0: Yeah, I'll ask
2: him, and let us know like what what the decision making process was. Was it like where was it his decision? Was it somebody else's? Where did the pressure come from? I'd be interested in in knowing that.
0: Of course, it figures the first movie maker that comes on is going to be a dude. I was like, yeah, (laughs) 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 but to be fair, I always said support the arts. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter if I don't like it. Go watch it and decide for yourself. Who cares what I think? I'm just the. Well, and
2: look what happened for this. Like we, both of us, Carlos and I, we watched it. I don't know necessarily that I would have watched it otherwise.
0: Right, and because it was
2: really like it was just under my radar. I didn't even know it was a thing.
0: Right, and I watched it because of the cover art. I thought it was cool. I was like, I'm watching this, and it. I don't think it would take much, and it really didn't seem to take much more for it to be better. I I still would like more. Uh, just just give me a couple really graphic dead bodies and I'm good.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like some heinous body wreckage. We mm-hmm. were missing that. And there are moments where I thought like, oh, something's gonna happen. Like she was at the she was at work at the theater, and then she saw that man killing her. It was like they were on the verge of something there, and then pulled back. Mm-hmm. That's what it felt like. Anyway, I will ask him if I can send you guys the link to his other cut, and I'll ask him if he wants to come on and mm-hmm. have a little
2: chat. Yeah, I think that would be. Yeah,
0: as and a matter of fact, and contrast. I'll post. I'll post this podcast so he can see that we're not like, you're terrible. Stop making movies. This is an <laughs> actual discussion. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, and I don't. Hey, I mean, I said I like It's basically a game of hot potato, and. The girls were likable enough to me that I I didn't mind sitting through them. Like it wasn't as much of a drag to me as it was seemed to be to you guys.
0: I uh, didn't. Well, I didn't hate it. I'm just saying it was the obvious. one watch the way it was. Right. Mm-hmm. That second cut, I'd watch that again.
1: Is that second cut longer? or Is it shorter?
0: It's shorter, I think. Really interesting it's still an hour and a half i I believe y'all i watched this like 10 o'clock last night because i wanted to be fresh in my mind (laughs) look how fresh it is but it was because i was so focused on the movie in a way that i wasn't the first time the first time i was just like my brain was getting lulled because you know you keep waiting you keep waiting you know you get the brain lulled this one Mm -hmm. didn't have that i was actually pretty engaged and if i if i actually own DVD, I would definitely watch it again. Because if nothing else, it would make a good palate cleanser because it's not a whole lot of gore, not a whole lot of blood. It's just enough there to keep you hooked. Hmm. So I would definitely re-watch the other cut.
1: I'll, I'll definitely re-watch it. And if for nothing else, I'll tell you what, I realized watching this movie, I watching movies on my phone, eh, not for me. Nah, nah. <laughs> I hear ya holy shit. Like, I'm like, am I supposed to get scared by this? And, and I'm like trying to squint and see kind <laughs> of like, a bug coming out of her phone. Like, I'm yep. like, oh, no, 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 I'm not doing this again.
2: I'm not no, doing I watched it. mine on my TV, so I got the whole experience in bright HD color.
0: I reassured her, I was like, if I hated it, I wouldn't have posted it because I don't want to do that whole thing of, this movie is the worst. Unless it's so bad I was entertained you know like give me a good trauma <laughs> mm-hmm. oh my god the worst that I love it but if that's not it I'm not going to post it because I don't want to in- impact somebody's livelihood negatively maybe I'll figure out a way to post movies that I really don't like without the negative impact I don't know if that's possible though
1: so, you just post a picture of it. <laughs> Some of them deserve the negative impact, though. Like if you watch like uh what's his name? Lucifer Valentine's movies, that guy's a piece of shit. So oh, no. <laughs> so screw him. <laughs> Give him the negative impact.
0: Hey, I'm just saying I'm I'm trying to be I'm trying not to be the part of the toxic fandom here. That's, nah, a, that's I all.
1: It. I get it. That's uh, that's commendable for sure.
0: But like, oh. Like uh what was that? Thanks Killing? Oh, that movie was so horrible. That movie was the worst. But that that demon turkey was awesome. I watched that terrible movie for that awesome turkey and those dumbass kills. I love that movie. See, that's one of those. I hate it and I love it. I'll post that. It's like this movie was the worst. But watch mm-hmm. this this is great.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Sorry, do we know if the um the forty seven hours to live was that um the maker's like was this his first movie or has he done other stuff i never i didn't look it up as a first movie there's a like I, there's a lot of potential in it oh, yeah, i think sure. and i can see um like i can see a definite talent with the way that like shots were set up and the way that you know things were tracked and things were shot and things were filmed there's definite talent there i think with a little more budget and maybe a little more time then he could probably put out something considerably better. Right.
1: He's done a few movies. Um, yeah, no, you. his first movie was like in 2004, so he's been doing it. Okay, so he's been around for a while.
0: You can kind of tell he's been make, he's made a few movies, because like I said, it wasn't horrible. You know, we've watched some movies that look like somebody got their college buddies together in a camcorder. Mm-hmm. Like, they're yep. unwatchable. And that movie was not that that movie was a quality movie. Yeah. It was just the brain lull hit me. That's all I'm saying. And I just need a little bit more gore. And I think it would have been right there.
1: Absolutely. Because I mean, like, as far as low budget movies go, there's there's different tiers to them. And like, right. this was on that level where it's like, okay, well, you can tell it's got a lower budget, but it still looks like a like a professional movie. like mm-hmm. Right. Like a studio sure. would have made this.
0: Right. And actually, that's a, a good segue into the topic of how do we each judge or review movies? Like, what's what's your
1: process? When I'm throwing up my little blurb, I rate a movie based on, like, I try to be honest. And even if I love the movie, but it's <laughs> I understand it's garbage, mm-hmm. I won't give it, like, a five-star. Because it's technically like it's not like it's subjective that I like it. So I'm not going to give it the five star. I'll give it the three and a half that it deserves, but I might bump it up a bit because of how much I love it. Or, or same with the vice versa. Right. But outside of that, I don't know. Like there's, there's a lot of different criteria for (laughs) what I judge a movie on.
0: Yeah.
2: I like to, um, I don't know. I like to try and find something redeeming in everything that i watch right because i mean if i'm investing the time and now with i mean a lot of stuff having to be you know just bought sight unseen if i'm investing the money into it i'd like to try and you know be able to look at it and justify and say yeah you know what there was some good scenes in this there were some good shots in this this was you know the music was really good it was eerie it was whatever um when it comes to actually um like judging a movie i'm not really big on like rating things you know this is better than this or this is worse than this and i mean i'll talk about stuff like that especially when it comes to franchises and series and say you know um hellraiser 3 was for me better than hellraiser 6 or whatever the the case may be right but i don't know it it's difficult like like carlos was saying there's a lot that goes through my brain when i'm Placing a judgment on a movie as to whether or not it's good or whether or not I like it. Um, Because, I mean, I'll be honest, I have it, like I'm looking at my collection now and there's a lot of stuff in there that I'm looking at it and I'm thinking like, there's a, some of this is garbage. I'll be honest. (laughs) But I own it and I proudly display it with the rest of my movies. And a lot of the stuff that is in there that I'm looking at, I'm like, wow, this is garbage. Like I've watched it two or three times so you know as much as it's not what would be considered by critics or movie going standards as a good movie i think it's very enjoyable and i will go back to it That's so
1: fair. it's i don't know it's tough yeah well like chris says like i try to when i when i watch a movie i'm always trying to find the best in it um no matter how mediocre it is and then, like if you look at my ratings it's it's pretty much everything I watch is mediocre <laughs> like everything is middle of the road it's like okay well that wasn't terrible it wasn't amazing so but um in that I'm trying to find the best things possible and it's like okay well this character was really entertaining so I like it for that reason or or the movie was generally pretty terrible but this actor or actress gave an amazing performance or it had really awesome music or, or something right something to redeem it like mm-hmm. especially because i watched so much of the behind the scenes afterwards it also helps alleviate them a bit because it's like okay well now i see where they were trying to do with it i right. still don't like the movie as much but i appreciate it a lot more
0: yeah well that makes sense i mean when you're a movie lover you want to know how it's made and mm-hmm. then you you empathize with the movie makers you're like the hell they went through to make something happen so you respect the hustle you're like man that was crazy <laughs> so then you go back and you watch that movie again and you just have a new appreciation for it because you know what it took to get there so that makes sense
1: um, absolutely like like a uh, perfect example is chris and i are talking about uh the badass and uh, Sweet Sweetbacks recently and um, it's like when I originally saw that movie I was like this movie's kind of terrible like I didn't find it very enjoyable at all and then I watched uh, Badass which is the kind of a movie about the making of that movie and I was like holy I didn't realize how much had gone into that mm-hmm. and then I found out the history about like just how much that changed cinema and uh, especially black exploitation back in the day and then I rewatched the movie and I was like, this movie's awesome. Like, what the hell was I talking about?
0: Well, some movies need context. It's like a recipe. It's terrible and it just needs a little salt. Like, you just <laughs> needed a little context. Without it, some movies just are nonsensical. You're just like, I don't know what this is. This is what. And then you get the context. You're like, you know, I get it. This is, this is all right. I like it. Mm-hmm. I get DM so much when people don't like a movie that I like. I have to keep telling people. I start off with this idea in my head that movies are about entertainment. I'm not supposed to be learning anything. It's not supposed to match my worldview. It's just supposed to entertain me. And it doesn't even need to entertain me in a way that I might expect. It just has to be entertaining. Like Thanksgiving. Terrible. (laughs) But it was terribly entertaining. I watched that all the way to the end. That was crazy. It was terrible and great and crazy. All I can say, watch it so you can see what I'm talking about because it was entertaining. That's all I need a movie to be it's entertaining. It's not a sleep aid, so if it lulls me to sleep, that's not good. If, if you say it's horror but I'm sitting there waiting for the horror to happen up until the end credits, that's not good. If it is just like I'm throwing this movie in the garbage when this is over, I don't even mention it because that's that person's livelihood and I'm not really into that. And mm-hmm. I like big blockbuster movies, and I like movies that had a $10,000 budget. I like the whole spectrum. And I'm also not one of these people that watches the same movie in a different package. You know how a lot of people do that. Basically, if you look at all the movies they like, it's essentially one movie. It has the same pattern. It follows the same progression. It just has different characters and a slightly different story. That's not me. I like, and they
2: all have Steven Seagal in them. Oh my
0: gosh! Thankfully not. <laughs> but I, I fear like, you. I like wildly divergent movies. Wildly, like I like Bird Box. I like I'm gonna get you Sucked. Carlos and I were talking about this the other day. I like The Last Dragon. I like Legend. I like Labyrinth. I like a lot of different things. So when people are very confused about how can I like this and and also like this, well, that's why. Because I don't just like one kind of movie. Mm -hmm. I watch movies. I watch shows to be entertained. That's all I require is that I'm entertained. I like being surprised. I understand most people don't like that. That's why whenever they try a different format in a theater, that movie bombs, because people want to see what they're used to seeing. My favorite movie, all-time favorite movie, I have to say, is Splinter. That is a very small production. I love that movie.
2: The one in the the gas station with the weird porcupine thing, right? Yeah.
0: I love that movie. movie. I mean, it's entertaining. I mean, it kept me hooked the whole way. It was brutal. It was gruesome. It was gory. It was fucking weird.
2: Mm-hmm. Awesome. And your main cast is like, it's basically it's two people right. stuck in a gas station for an hour and a half.
0: As much as that looks like no big deal, we all know how much skill it has to take to have four people in the damn movie in mm-hmm. one location and keep us hooked for the whole movie. Mm-hmm. That yes, takes they- some serious skill and craftsmanship Mm -hmm. see people like to think of big production like lord of the rings or something when they think of a craftsman i think of a well-crafted movie somebody had like five bucks and some friends and that movie's still great yeah that's amazing
2: what was the what was the other one with the um the girl who got the job at the gas station and her boyfriend who she lit on fire was tracking her that was another one very similar oh yeah in format to splinter where it's I mean, you basically got like the entire movie is an hour and a half of this one person right. in a gas station.
0: Right. And I love that. I mean, if I were to have a favorite format, that, that's probably it.
2: There's something just so, I don't know, claustrophobic. And you can almost relate to it more because, I mean, we've all been that one person in a gas station at three o'clock in the morning when we're driving home. Mm. And, you know, it's the place you're driving gets completely abandoned. It's in the middle of nowhere. you got to stop for gas. You're, you know, one person in a gas station because even the clerk has gone somewhere.
0: Right. You
2: know, they're out back. They're in the the washroom. They're doing something else. You walk in and the place is empty. Right. And there's something very eerie about that. Like, not just, you know, watching it in a movie, but being that person who walks into that empty gas station or that you know, empty diner in you know what's in the middle of nowhere and it's like you and you hear like some noises somewhere, but you don't know. Is that a person? Is that a hockey mask killer? Like what what am I about to deal with?
0: Right. I mean it could very easily be real and that's part of the terror. I mean mm-hmm. that I think that's smart when you have a, a smaller budget film using what we already have in us in a the- the fear that it really could happen. That's just smart.
1: Yeah. Back to the entertainment thing, though. Like, I like for me personally, it's not always about entertainment when I'm watching a movie. Like, obviously, I, I want to be entertained when I'm watching a movie, but sometimes I'll love a movie just having learned something from watching it, mm-hmm. uh, even if it's not, quote-unquote, entertaining, really, to me. And it goes back to also liking only certain things from a movie because uh one example i can think of is la la land that's not really my type of movie generally it's like it's like kind of like a romantic comedy that's a uh, musical and like most of the movie i'm not enjoying it like i'm watching it i'm like Ugh. I'm like let's get on with this and some of the music i was like this sucks but like there's one beat at the end and when it happened I was like the the credits rolled and I was bawling my eyes out and I'm like what happened? Like where did this come from? <laughs> and then like uh, just like 10 minutes night, for the next day or two it just shook me like and I was thinking about it and not just the movie but just the message that it sends and, mm-hmm. and that's why I love that movie now even though the majority of it I don't really care for it's but that one piece and it just it shook me. right
0: Yeah had impact that's always a nice surprise those movies that stay with you those are great this is the number one place for macabre cults classics and horrors for synopsis reviews and news go to macabre.com thank you for listening signing out until the next one